Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 59. I'm going to title today, Getting a Knucklehead for Christmas, because this podcast drops on Christmas Eve, at least the first time. If it's not Christmas Eve for you when you're listening, just use your imagination, uh, because I have a Christmas present for all my listeners today, and I'm going to give you something really, really valuable. It's the same gift that a guy in the Bible, in the book of Acts, his name is Ananias, that he got for Christmas. So here's the setup. We have Saul, who's this murderous hunting of Christians guy. We find him alone, blind, hungry, but visited, visited by Jesus and visited by uh, a vision a couple days later, three days later. Um, he's thirsty, he's near death because he hasn't drink, drank for three days, he's weakened, and just gobsmacked by Jesus, basically. So he's like this, you know, piece of clay uh, early in his, what turns out to be a long Christian walk. So let me read about the next guy, and that's Ananias. Now, there was a disciple at Damascus named Ananias. This is from Acts chapter 9. And the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise, go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. For behold, he's praying, and he's seen in a vision a man named Ananias, Come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and children of Israel. For I will show him how much he has to suffer for my sake, for the sake of my name. So Ananias, and then we left it here yesterday, dot, dot, dot. What does Ananias do? So here's Ananias' crisis. We have Jesus appearing to him in a vision. So Jesus has come to him in a vision, telling him to go, and telling him to go look for a guy who has... Uh, been arresting your friends, who comes with the authority of the chief, chief priests to bind people, drag them back to uh, Jerusalem. Some of them uh, likely are to be killed. And here's what I want you to do with them. I want you to lay hands on him. I want you to touch him. I want you to find him and get close enough. Uh, I want you to step out and make this guy to regain his sight. Well, how many people have ever given somebody else's sight back? It's a rare uh, thing. How many people in the world have ever done it? So it's a Christ, it's a crisis, and he's this is the guy I want you to go find this evil guy, and here's why: because he's my choice to carry my name. I want you to obey this dangerous and, and impossible task. So here's what Ananias has to decide. And that is, is God able to bring into his kingdom bad guys like this? Can't God overcome this guy who is like the representation of, of the entire world at that time 
personal evil, and specifically personal evil against the church. So who is my who is my brother? And what is the church like? And the church is full of who? What kind of people? What are they like? And then who can I extend the hand of fellowship with? So specifically, what color is their skin? What culture do they come from? What's their economic status? What's their political party? What nation do they come from? What language do they speak? And then what is in their heart? So specifically, this guy, Saul, is evil. We find that out. And in fact, I don't know that Ananias and Stephen were friends, but just stay with me here. You killed my friend Stephen. You hurt me specifically in the worst. You killed him in the worst way possible. Slowly, violently, painfully, you threw rocks at him. You started this great persecution of all my friends in Jerusalem, and that's why I'm scattered 135 miles away, which is why you had to come and hunt me here. So who do we allow into the church? Let's read. Here's the, here's the mic drop moment. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. Verse 17. So Ananias departed and entered the house, and laying on his laying hands on him, that's Saul, he said, Brother Saul. Let me say that again. His first words out of his mouth are, Brother Saul. The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell off, fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight. And then he arose and was baptized. And taking food, he was strengthened. So the first thing that Ananias does is believes the Lord, understands his church, and calls this guy Saul. So here's my gift to you. My gift to you is murderers. My gift to you is adulterers. My gift to you is people with the wrong political views, the unkind, the foreigners, the people that have been evil. Here's the uncomfortable and inconvenient thing, is that God saves sinners. He redeems you know, the nasty, the unrighteous, and the evil. Who does God touch? Who does God call? It's knuckleheads and turns them into followers of Jesus. So my Christmas gift to you is just like the one that Ananias got. He opened his Christmas gift, and in it was the murderer Paul that he calls brother. So maybe I'm giving you a murderer, but certainly, for sure, I'm giving you knuckleheads to call brother and sister. So here's my charge. Go to church. Go to Christmas Eve service. Go find somebody that you can lay hands on, shake the hand of, someone from a different culture, economic status, political party, someone that's just find the evilest person you can and call him brother because or sister because i'm giving you knuckleheads for christmas thanks for listening